6: In honor of the big game, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56-1 to odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use promo code RJBell, and get 56-1 to odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code RJBell at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. 21-plus minimum age and location requirements vary by Georgia. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for a full list of requirements and state specific responsible gaming resources. Void Voidware prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. In Tennessee, call or text the TN Redline 1 800 889 9789. In Connecticut, call 888 789 7777. Or visit CCPG.org slash chat. In New York, call 877 8 Hope NY. Or text Hope NY 467 369. This
8: is straight out of Vegas. Straight
6: out of Vegas! With
8: the voice
1: of Vegas, your host, RJ Bell.
6: Pay that man his money. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge.
1: Live from the Vegas Strip, the pregame show America has always wanted. With RJ Bell
8: out, here's Bernie Fratto.
5: Pac-Man is aging gracefully. 40-year-old Manny Pacquiao overcomes Keith Thurman by a split decision to take the WBA welterweight title. Thurman suffers his first professional loss. The Dodgers fight off three airs, and Matt Beatty clubs a three-run jack as L.A. Hornswoggles the deplorable Marlins 10-6. Clayton Kershaw slapped with a no decision. Mike Trout blasts a three-run homer, part of a 4-1 ninth, as the Angels put the Mariners out of their misery 6-2. Jackie Bradley powers two 3 run dingers as the Red Sox emasculate the Orioles 17 6. Shane Lowry carded a Saturday 63. He has a four shot lead heading into the final round of the British Open. Final round tee times get going at 2 Eastern Time because of rain and wind pushing things up. No chance of Tiger in the Sunday forecast.
4: I'm Brian Fenley. We are Fox We never close in Las Vegas and neither does the staff here at Straight Out of Vegas. Slow season? Surely you jest. We've got open golf updates, some exotic NBA props, a story about the greatest bet that was ever made I bet you never heard about, and some new intel about legalized betting across the nation. Take a listen later in the show to see if it involves your state. I could go on, but let's get down to business because we've got a packed show tonight. And I want to thank you for joining us to talk about the greatest reality show in existence, the world of sports, and you can script everything except the outcome. And on that note, welcome back to another edition of Straight Out of Vegas. You know, there was a little fight in Vegas tonight, so we waste no time. I want to welcome in our guest. He hosts the daily TC Martin Show on our local Fox Sports 1340 AM affiliate here in Las Vegas. He spent many years in Green Bay at WNFL and 107.5 The Fan covering the Packers, but he's also spent 25 years on the boxing circuit. And so we head out live to the MGM Grand Garden Arena here in Las Vegas, the site of the Pacquiao-Thurman fight, where he was ringside. Say hello to T.C. Martin. T.C., how are you?
8: Hey, Bernie. Glad to be with you tonight.
4: So, good night for uh, Manny. Maybe not so good for the book. 75% of the tickets on Manny. He looked to be the more technically proficient farted. We watched the fight in studio. What did you see tonight, T.C.?
8: Yeah, so pretty much, Bernie, what uh, what we had talked about earlier on, you know, Manny's you know, power and specifically his speed was going to be too much for Keith Thurman. That's exactly what we saw. Was not expected to see the fireworks in round number one because normally Keith Thurman usually sets the tone and comes out fast in rounds one and two, and then he kind of sets into his little pocket and becoming a counterpuncher. Uh, Manny Pacquiao was not having any of that whatsoever. He came out firing from all angles, the speed, the foot speed, the hand speed, and then ultimately the power uh, when Manny Pacquiao still possesses at age 40 was just too much for Keith Thurman, so that set the tone early. But, you know, Thurman battles way back, very nicely, especially in the middle to late rounds, but Manny had built up a big enough lead, and uh, it was just Manny Pacquiao night tonight with uh, you know 15,000 Pac-Man fans in attendance of the MGM Grand Garden.
4: Yeah, you could certainly hear that uh, as we watch the fight here in studio, and I want to ask you a question because... Manny really appeared to hurt Thurman in the ninth round. I thought he hit him in the ribs with a left hook. What was that? It was some sort of midsection injury. Do you know specifically what that was?
8: No, just you know, Manny came strong with the body, you know, shots tonight too. But you know, he was he was so effective, like he always is, with his angles of punches where he's coming from. And he was throwing vicious combinations tonight. He was going downstairs. He was going upstairs. Uh, He caught Herman uh, Thurman with a a real solid right, a a straight right uh, earlier before that that knocked the mouthpiece out a couple rounds earlier. But the ninth, yeah, I think a lot of people thought that that he was going to finish him off at that point in time. But, you know, at the end of the fight, you know, Manny was clearly the the aggressor. He was the fresher fighter at the end. And I was glad to see Keith Thurman do a 180-degree turnabout when it was all said and done afterwards saying, hey... I got a boxing lesson tonight, and it's just uh, totally different than what he said leading up to the fight, specifically Wednesday at the press conference where he said he was going to crucify Manny Pacquiao and that he was going to put him to sleep, punch the senator in the face, and, and retire him. And, uh, you know, those of us that have seen Manny Pacquiao, we knew that that wasn't going to happen. And, uh, but it was nice that Thurman got a little humble finally when it was all said and done, and he collected his $2 million paycheck.
4: Talking with TC Martin, host of the TC Martin Show here daily in Las Vegas on our Fox Sports affiliate 1340. One more thing before we flip to the Green Bay Packers. Uh, in the first round, you talked about the fireworks. What was the demeanor of Keith Thurman after getting knocked down when he went back to his corner? Because it, it did take him some rounds to regroup. And about the seventh round, it looked like he started to wake up. But could you see on his face some resignation? Manny may be 40, but Freddie Roach told the truth he's got the speed he's always had.
8: Yeah, there was definitely that from Keith Thurman. Again, he, he came in very very brash, very cocky, and he thought that that his power was going to prevail over Pacquiao. And, and when he entered the ring, he basically sprinted into the ring. He was ready to go, and you could see that he was planning on, on you know, trying to make up for, you know, what he said earlier that he was going to knock Manny Pacquiao into the first or second round, and then he got caught. And it was this the pretty much the same thing Bernie that we have seen and heard from other fighters at the, after they fought Manny Pacquiao. Every fighter that I've spoken to after they faced Manny Pacquiao, they have said the same thing, that they were not expecting him to be that fast. We're, we're not expecting him to have that kind of power, and that's exactly what Keith Thurman felt in the first round. He felt the power and then he, and the speed. I think it just took him several rounds to regroup from that. Number one, he, he was floored. Number two, he was embarrassed, and, and his corner really wasn't sure on how to adapt with that. Hence, why why Manny built the big lead, winning the first four or five rounds.
4: Yeah, you're exactly spot on. When he when it's one thing to watch Pacquiao on film or tape, but when you get in and it's unfolding in front of your life and living in color, it's a whole different ballgame. One last question: There was a guy in the tenants by the name of Floyd Joy Mayweather. You may have heard of him. <laughs> because of what happened yeah. tonight, the, the, look, the buzz has been there. You know, TC. You live here in Vegas. You've got you've got your finger on the pulse. I think Freddie Roach would make this fight tomorrow. I think Floyd holds all the cards. I'm going to put a gun to your head. Do they eventually make this fight Manny and Floyd part two?
8: Oh, you know it, it's more it's more intriguing now than it probably ever has been. But here's the issue: I think you know when it comes to Manny and comes to Freddie Roach, they've always wanted that fight, and they feel that you know they they could have won that fight if Manny didn't have the injured shoulder back mm-hmm. in in 2015. Mm-hmm. So. They want that fight. There's no question. Manny will fight anybody. He's never ducked anybody. We've seen that time and time again. Floyd was watching the fight tonight, and as soon as the decision was, was made, Floyd you know, made a, a B-turn and, and left the building again because he didn't want to have any of those questions getting thrown at him. But here's the thing about Floyd. He is very, very comfortable in life right now, and he's, he's traveling the globe. He's in Russia and Japan quite a bit. He's doing a lot of personal appearances, and I can tell you, talking with his camp talking with other fighters who have taken long layoffs and Keith Thurman was one of those guys after two years you start to get comfortable in your personal life we saw Keith Thurman with that situation got married and and has been very very inactive the 22-month layoff very very comfortable in his life right now would he walk away from the millions of dollars probably not he could use the money but I'm telling you he just he doesn't seem as anxious as he once was right now, and you know how it is. He's yeah. always picked and choose his his opponents, and right now is not a good time to pick Manny Pacquiao because people say he's he's forty, but you know you've watched Manny Pacquiao the last three or four fights. Age ain't nothing but a number of Manny Pacquiao. He looks stronger than ever right now. That speed isn't going away. That's a very dangerous flight, uh, fight for Floyd Mayweather, and he doesn't want to put that zero. He doesn't want you know he doesn't want that one. Uh, on his record he's very happy with 50 and over right now so I'm I'm kind of the belief that that it's a 50-50 shot I'm not sure Floyd really wants to sign on for this
4: yep good stuff and let's not forget Floyd turns 43 next January even though he looks like he's 28 he's fantastic looks great but boy what a payday they'd both be leaving on the table so we'll just kind of show that I'm hopeful that uh fate can prevail and don't make the fight but We'll see. Boxing's unpredictable. Let's shift gears. The Green Bay Packers will be in camp with most teams about 10 days from now, if not sooner. And obviously there was a big seat change in Green Bay after missing the playoffs two straight years. Before I get into the current situation, can you sort, can you sort out the situation between Aaron Rodgers and Mike McCarthy? Was it as toxic as some people have indicated that it was?
8: Yeah, I think it was. In in my time in Green Bay, uh, I saw a little bit of that with those guys over the years. And you know, Aaron Rodgers first and foremost. He's he's a beast. He's uh, he's got a, a different uh, different way that he does things. Plain and simple, he, he's he's an introverted type of guy, and he he has problems connecting with with his teammates. And he had problems connecting with Mike McCarthy. And you know, Mike McCarthy, you know, came from that. Uh, you know, kind of Bill Walsh tree, that sort of type of thing. He ran, you know, things a little bit differently, a lot different than than Mike Sherman did, who he succeeded. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers wanted to call a lot of the shots there. They did not see eye-to-eye, especially with the playbook, especially a lot of the in-game decisions. There was a lot of indecision with McCarthy, and Aaron Rodgers basically, you know, changed a lot of the plays, game in and game out, the line of scrimmage. So there was always that friction. and It was pretty much, uh, you know, an offensive uh, debate with those two guys and especially when they would lose uh, games that they probably should have won. So that was, you know, festering for quite some time. And, uh, you know, Aaron basically got his way with, with McCarthy leaving. So, you know, again, it's a totally different dynamic now. It's it's unknown. When you look at the current roster that Green Bay has there with the coaching staff and Brian Goodikens in his second year at GM, this is going to be a totally different Packer roster, a totally different Packer feel, and uh, yeah, I believe that Aaron Rodgers is is happy that Mike McCarthy's gone.
4: Well, so it's going to be a totally different playbook as well. It's my understanding that Matt LaFleur, first-year head coach, he's part of this new, chic, young GQ-looking group, and they're going to remake the offense. There's zero carryover. The over-under is nine in Green Bay. Obviously, that matters a lot here in Las Vegas, as well as around the country now, and I don't think the pack you know, pack nation wants to see this team not make the playoffs three years in a row. So in your opinion, will the Matt LaFleur experiment work? They don't really know. I, I, again, it's a complete makeover. As you just said, including the playbook, there's no carryover from last year.
8: Yeah. And that's the thing. You got to remember that the Packers is the first time they've had a new coach since 2006. And even before that, you had Mike Sherman and the offense was very, very similar from Sherman to McCarthy. So it's, it's totally different. But then again, you've got such a new roster. You don't have many holdovers. I mean, this year's Packer roster is going to be comprised of street-free agents, draft picks, uh, you know, and, and, and guys that no one's really heard of before. Very few veterans on this team. I mean, Rogers is is your veteran. You know, and then a couple of the guys on the offensive line with Belongan Company. So it, it's we don't know how this, how this thing's going to turn out, but I can tell you right now that the, the, the players – Seem to be happy right now because uh, Lafleur has taken a totally different approach than McCarthy did. Uh, they get to have music now during during their practices during the OTA sessions. Uh, he wanted to try to show people that he's going to be a player's coach, so that kind of resonated with some of the guys. But again, it, it's a whole new lot. I mean, you're going to have at least twenty to twenty-four guys that that are new to Green Bay, comprising this roster. So it, it's going to take time. No one knows for sure what Lafleur is going to do. Doesn't have any head coaching experience. Don't know what the dynamic is going to be like between him and Rogers. Uh, they've only spoken a couple of times uh, since uh, since Lafleur was named uh, head coach. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. You know, next week when uh, they come to camp for real on Thursday.
4: Wrapping it up with TC Martin, host of the TC Martin Show here on our local Fox Sports affiliate, 1340 AM in Las Vegas. He is live from the MGM Grand Garden Arena, where he was ringside tonight for Pacquiao Thurman. But it's time to talk football. So we've got about a minute to go, TC. Uh, The total is nine in Green Bay. And they've got a couple, I I think it's a very tough division with the Bears improving, Minnesota improving, not so sure about Detroit. Some tough road, non-divisional games. Do they go north of that nine number or not? I'm going to put a gun to your head on that as well.
8: Yeah, and again, with all this stuff, I mean, injuries play such a, a key factor, especially in Green Bay. We've seen that over the last few years. I would say the Packers will probably sit at, at 10 and 6. I think that's where they could go. It could be, uh, you know.
2: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables.
0: Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800 333 kia for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10 year 100,000 mile powertrain and 5 year 60,000 mile basic. Warranties are limited.
9: See retailer for details. Hi,
10: I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Reality. Podcast.
9: Rappaport's reality, the reality a little of bit. us. We're a figuring little bit. <laughs>
10: out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. It, it, would have been Ooh, a, it would have been the been podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn.
9: Listen to Rappaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me,
10: Michael Rappaport on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
8: Maybe they're a nine-win team, they're a ten-win team, but I think that number is pretty close. Pretty spot on, and again, it, it's a huge unknown with what you're going to get here. And you know, they they may have to win a lot of games on the defensive side of the ball, but they're very very young on that side of the ball as well too. So I think it, it's a tough number. Again, there's there's so much uh, unknown here. But let's be honest, Bernie. I'm thinking that the Packers could be, and this is crazy to say because people here in, in, in Titletown, USA, they don't want to hear this, but the Packers probably the third best team in that division. And who knows with Detroit? Green Bay might be the fourth-best team. And we know how the Lions are, but, but they probably have a little bit more stability than Green Bay right now. But the Packers are are, are behind the Vikings. They're behind the Bears. And uh, this is going to be a crazy division.
9: Right.
4: You pointed out it's the instability. At least Minnesota has the stability of Cousins and, and Zimmer back. And, you know, you, you know, the drill with the Bears and Trubisky. Yeah, I'm not so sure about the Lions' conversation for another day. But there are a lot of unknowns. I think you're <laughs> right. So the long and the short of it is for folks – considering firing on the Packers, you might want to step aside because you bring you, you bring up a good point. There are just too many unknowns. T.C., thanks for taking time tonight. It's been a long day for you.
8: Bernie, appreciate the time, my friend. Great job.
4: Thank you. That's T.C. Martin. He's host of the Daily T.C. Martin Show here in Las Vegas on our Fox Sports affiliate, 1340 AM. We're coming to you live from the Gecko Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. So visit geico.com for a free rate quote. In a year where there's been one long shot after another in just hours, could we be witnessing the biggest long shot of them all? I'll explain. I'm Bernie Frada. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. This is the pregame show you always wanted. So don't go away. You're listening to Straight Out of Vegas.
0: This episode is brought to you by DirecTV Stream. Introducing DirecTV Stream, the best of live TV and on demand, which means you can get all your favorite sports, movies, and shows together so you can watch new episodes of your favorite reality shows live or binge old episodes on demand. Either way, get ready for some drama. And the best part, DirecTV Stream has no annual contract. DirecTV Stream, get your TV together at directtv.com. Requires high-speed internet and compatible device. Content varies by package and location, restrictions
7: apply.
11: Hey, everybody, I'm Rachel Benetta, and I have my very own podcast called Benched with Bonetta. You kidding me? Woo!
4: I'm just here so
3: I won't get fined.
11: You may know me from Game Day View or Game Day Morning on NFL Network. Basically, any shows with the word game in it. Odds are you'll find me there. Every week, I'm going to be talking about all the things I find fascinating about the NFL, like breaking down games, questioning Tom Brady's genetic makeup. It's going to be great. I'm also doing something that has never been done before. I'm opening my DMs. DMs now open. We want to hear from you, fans of the NFL. And yeah, when I woke up
5: this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous.
11: Did you commit a misdemeanor crime when you were 12 and need to tell somebody about it? Please, for the love of Roger Goodell, do not tell me. I can be held accountable. Listen every Tuesday and join me on the bench. Subscribe now and listen to the Benched with Bonetta podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
9: What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.
4: We're back on Straight of Vegas, the pregame show you always wanted. I'm Bernie Fratto, coming to you live from the Gecko Fox Sports Radio Studios. And I want to remind you, Straight of Vegas is brought to you by Discover. Go further than ever with the Discover It Miles card. They automatically match the miles you earn at the end of your first year, so your thirty-five thousand miles could become seventy thousand Discover at miles. Limitations apply. Discover Match for new card members only. Learn more at discover.com/travel. We'll sleep in a few hours. We're going to learn more about who's going to win the final major over at Royal Portrush. It's been an interesting few days, and frankly, it's been an interesting tournament in this sense. Heavy handle. Book's reporting that a lot of money came in on this major. And if you're scoring at home, and I hope you are, Rory McElroy, number one in tickets, number two in money. Brooks Kepka, number one in money, number two in tickets. Kind of a shame for Rory. Had such high hopes. Here's a guy, hometown boy, all set up to win this tournament. If you don't think these guys feel pressure, he shows up on the first tee Thursday, blast the ball out of bounds, Breaks a lady's cell phone, quadruple bogeys the first hole, and as you can see, he started slow and faded. <laughs> now, in a year of long shots, and by the way, as I was telling Arnie and Aaron, uh, it, with their show, it's a must-listen every Saturday night, this tournament has been a haven for long shots. In 2003, a guy named Ben Curtis was 500-1, to 1, won the tournament. In 2004 a golfer named Todd Hamilton won the British Open they called it the British Open back then. He was 500 to 1. So why do I bring that up? Because JB Holmes who was your day one and day two leader was 500 to 1 to win this tournament. Now he's still hanging around. He kind of spit the bit in the on the back 9 today. He's you know a couple 3 4 strokes back because Shane Lowry got so hot. But you can still get JB Holmes with 30 to 1, but Shane Lowry you could have got at 100 to 1. Wednesday, he's now minus 250. By the way, as the weirdness continues, both, both Phil and Tiger both missed the cut at this major. First time in history that both Phil and Tiger missed the cut in the same tournament. And Rory, again, he missed the cut as well. Some big money came in by the way. Uh Wednesday Brooks Kepka, a, a better at the MGM Grand, placed 20K on Brooks Kepka to win it all at 6-1. to one. He's alive. He's seven strokes back. But don't poo-poo that because in the history of this tournament, six times a golfer's come back on day four from seven strokes behind or more to win. So I wouldn't write him off just yet. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to get up and watch this. 40-mile-an-hour winds, heavy rain, extreme elements. They've got to really... Start, they've got a tee off earlier, and they're still not going to escape the elements. They're not going to escape them. Dustin Johnson, he was 12 to 1. A better put six grand down on him at the Westgate at 14 to 1. Someone put four grand on Dustin Johnson. That money, unfortunately, is gone for good. As is the five grand a better at the Westgate put on Tiger at 20 to 1. Now, why did Tiger fall to 20 to 1? I'm told by my moles, he emptied the tank at the Masters, and God bless him, he won another major. I've always said it never catch Jack. I didn't say he'd win another major, but I didn't really think he would, but he did. And now he's missed two cuts, and he admitted it. You could see his resignation the other day. He's worn out. And what I was told that Tiger's back really needs to warm up, and it's got to be 70 degrees or more for him to really get in the groove. He's not playing. He's not playing between tournaments. This is a guy that used to hit 1,000 balls a day. He's gifted. He's brilliant. But also, nobody worked harder. And he can't do that anymore. It was... The high for the two days that Tiger played was 61 degrees there at Royal Portrush. And I believe he teed off like in 53 degrees. So for future notice, if it's going to be cold, don't back Tiger. But Sleepy, before we get to the leaderboard, you brought up a good point. One of the ways to profit that is a lot of fun, and you hit a big bet Thursday, tell the folks what you had because there's a lot of head-to-head matchups that if you can find a guy like a surfer catching a wave, if you can find that guy in that groove who favors that matchup, you can cash, and you've even got a great price tomorrow on Shane Lowry in his head-to-head.
12: Yeah, actually, I took Lowry a couple days ago when uh, the tournament actually started against Phil. So I guess I got kind of lucky because I didn't really even know who Lowry was. But the odds are saying tomorrow you better wake up tomorrow morning that this one could be close. Second place Tommy Fleetwood right now. Bernie in a head-to-head matchup. Versus the leader, Shane Lowry, is a sizable favorite. Fleetwood right now, minus 190 to best Lowry tomorrow and a head-to-head tomorrow. Bernie, I, I from what I saw from Lowry at plus 165, he looks like a man possessed. I think I'd be an idiot if I didn't take him at that price.
4: You got a great price. Right. you told me the price you got, I'm thinking, see, that's how you win. You catch nice dogs like that. Here's what's interesting. Because you don't know what you're going to get tomorrow with the elements. But here's what you do know. 10 years ago, 2009, Shane Lowry, the local favorite, and you're right, he's gaining confidence, and it's all about that. He won the Irish Open amateur on this very same course yep. 10 years ago. And as you said, he really knows the course, and you had him day one. Was it over Phil? Over Phil, yes. Yeah, I don't think Phil should fast anymore. I think he should go back to eating you know, fried bologna sandwiches, <laughs> whatever the hell he wants to do. I don't know what he was trying to accomplish there. He's not winning a race. Let's take a look at the leaderboard because here's what I find fascinating. If you knew that Shane Lowry was going to do this, you know, if you had that Biff Tannen book, he was 101 last Wednesday. Now, if you want to fire on Shane Lowry tomorrow, and by the way, this might be a good play for all I know. He's got a substantial lead. He's the hometown boy, knows the course. You just don't know. He's minus 250. My goodness, that may end up being a you know a a slick bet. Tommy Fleetwood, you could have got him at. 25 to 1 last Wednesday. He's now 3 to 1. I mentioned JB Holmes, 500 to 1 last week, now 30 to 1. Here's what I find interesting. If you like Brooks Kepka last Wednesday at 6 to 1, he's now 7 to 1. So you never know. We talked about last week that cadre of golfers the John Rams, the Ricky Fowler, Xander Shoffley. I was wrong about him. Cantlay, Fleetwood, all 20, 25 to 1 that the pros were firing on. Some of them are in the hunt. Justin Rose still around, eighteen to one. He's hanging around. You can't count these guys out. As I mentioned, your guy Tony Finau, he's tied for eighth. He's fifty to one. John Rahm was twenty to one. Now he's fifty to one. I guess it's just going to be too tough to leapfrog all these other golfers. Lee Westwood, he's in the mix. Jordan Spieth, and as you mentioned, the field, fifty to one. That leads me to believe. The books just really can't find an edge here. Given the unknowns of this course and given the unknowns of what are going to be pretty severe weather conditions tomorrow, again, 40-mile-an-hour winds, heavy rain, I think it's going to be an interesting watch because Mm -hmm. it's going to bring these world-class golfers to their knees. And don't lie to me. Don't tell me you don't like seeing that. I
12: I can't wait to watch it in the morning. I'm waking up.
4: I think it's going to be a great watch, and it's going to be in a few hours. But first, let's go to the man who's so badass, he wears socks with sandals. That's our man, Brian Finley, with the latest.
5: Hey, I like that intro. Thank you so much, Bernie. Pac-Man is the Botox of boxing. He's not acting (laughs) or looking his age. The 40-year-old Manny Pacquiao overcoming Keith Thurman by a split decision to take the WBA welterweight title. And before the fight, Floyd Mayweather stepped into the ring to wish Pacquiao and Thurman well. Mayweather will never miss a chance to be seen. To baseball, the Dodgers fight off three airs and Matt Beatty clubs a three-run jack as L.A. devours the deplorable Marlins 10-6. Mike Trout, a three-run jack, part of a 4-1 ninth as the Angels put the Mariners out of their misery 6-2. Jackie Bradley two three run home runs as the Red Sox take down the Orioles seventeen to six. Pete Alonzo Pete Alonzo I should say clocked his thirty third home run. He sets the Mets rookie record for RBI with seventy five as the Mets bury the Giants alive eleven to four. The bearded Shane Lowry with his thick Irish accent threw down a 63 on Saturday to capture a four-shot advantage. Heading into the final round of the British Open, Lowry and Tommy Fleetwood, who's four shots behind, will tee off at 847 Eastern in the last group. By the way, the first tea time is in about a minute. Hey, online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Back to Bernie Fratto in the Geico Fox Sports Studios.
4: Brian, I'm about to pour Jim Harbaugh a big old glass of shut up juice. But before I do, when you hear a coach talk like that, do you think it's a good thing or a bad thing?
5: I think he comes off as a whiner. I think we could all whine like that, but what is the point of it? We are going to give him more attention than another coach that complains because it is Jim Harbaugh, but we don't like saltiness over and over again. It just kind of gets bland, and we start chewing it out, and it just looks bad on the person. So, yeah, I, I'm i not taking too much
4: stock into it. You try doing your talking on the field. Bull Benson, how do you feel about that?
7: Uh, I don't like it because harbaugh hasn't won at michigan bingo I think, I think he's a great coach and all that but why are you taking shots at someone that i don't think you ever beat i don't think they did did they
4: that was no oh and four that was some yeah. weak sauce and that's, by the way brian on the socks and sandals deal you said it was a deal breaker with one of your dates yeah anybody's no man that's not happening one of your dates does that give him the old snoop dog drop her like she's hot like she's not hot uh, bernie right, i might
5: done. need some dating advice from you a little bit more than that because uh yeah i've been getting denied a lot recently
4: a conversation for a different day but we will have it i'll tell you who else is getting denied a lot that's jim harbaugh you know i just want to say this can and i have the right because i spent many years in that market many years and i cut my teeth at wtk in ann arbor when lloyd carr was there i covered the michigan football team for a while i got a lot of respect for the university the three men I admire most, the father, son, and Fielding yoast. Also another conversation for another day. But Jim Harbaugh has this insatiable need to have his brain go on vacation and put his mouth in charge. Harbaugh was hired to do three things when he was hired at Michigan. Beat Ohio State, win Big Ten titles, and go to the Final Four. How has that worked out? And he's got to take a shot at Urban Meyer. What fruitful purpose does that serve? Now, I know Harbaugh's feeling a little saucy because for the millionth time, is this the year for Jim Harbaugh? Pump the brakes on that. And by the way, I will tell you, we will get it heavily, Brad Powers and I are going to do another, our second college football extravaganza show, Saturday, August 17th. And I will tell you, Michigan will not get any of my money this year. I'm tempted to maybe bet them week one against Middle Tennessee. It opened up at like 28, it's minus 31 now. They will probably axe. Middle Tennessee, then everybody will tell us how great Don Brown's defense is against Middle Tennessee. And everybody's talking about, well, not everybody, but the folks that are Michigan backers, this is our year because we've got Notre Dame at home, Michigan State at home, Ohio State at home, the gauntlet. Well, what if I told you that in Harbaugh's tenure against at home in Ann Arbor in the big house against ranked teams, he was a sparkling two and four. Harbaugh, by the way, is seven and 12 in his career against ranked opponents anywhere. And they've got Wisconsin week three, and they lost at Wisconsin by a good margin two years ago. I think Wisconsin could be a trip up. We'll see. They've also got to go to Penn State. That won't be a picnic. The bottom line is, do your talking on the field, Jim Harbaugh, please. Urban Meyer, he is what he is, but I respect him. I don't know if he had any issues at Bowling Green. I don't know if he had any at Utah, so maybe it's not everywhere. What happened in Florida has been chronicled, but that's by the naysayers. He also had Tebow, not a bad guy. All right, what happened at Ohio State? Yeah, I guess you don't have a bunch of choir boys. Too bad. Deal with it. It would have been a lot, you know, more impressive if Harbaugh would have beaten Urban Meyer on the field. And don't be surprised, by the way, if Ryan Day swings into Ann Arbor this mm-hmm. year and with their new quarterback, the transfer from Georgia. And I'll tell you, this Ohio State team's got a lot of speed. They got a great defense back. Well, okay, do you have something on that, Sleepy? Go ahead.
12: It just sounds to me like Harbaugh's counting his chickens before they hatch because they haven't even seen, you know, Ohio State yet.
4: Yeah. And uh, I'll, I'll tell you, uh, Notre Dame isn't, isn't going to be a picnic either. I'm really looking forward to that Notre Dame Georgia game. That'll be a primer. Notre Dame should be better than last year. And with Notre Dame's backup quarterback last year, they put up 31 points on Michigan. Look, save that for another day. All I wanted to do was rant about Harbaugh because.
2: Kia, movement that
0: inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.
10: Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's 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 Reality Podcast.
9: Rappaport's reality, the reality a little of bit. us. We're a figuring little bit.
10: out. And <laughs> if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been Ooh, a, it the been podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
4: On himself. Look, if you want to win Big Ten Championships in Beat Ohio State, <laughs> Wah, 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 wah. Hey, if you want sleepovers, you want to climb trees, you want to go to the Vatican, you want to take road trips to South Africa, he's your guy. Go get him. Wonderful. All right, I'm done with Harbaugh. Real quickly, and this will be our last time we talk about the NBA because we are going to flip to football and a lot of other pertinent things. But I want to try to pass along information that we find pertinent because there are ways... 365, 24-7, to make money on all sports here in Las Vegas. And on July 8th, I didn't get a chance to get to this last week, uh, there were some odds put out having to do with teams that would either make or miss the playoffs. So you can bet a team to make the playoffs. They could get swept in the first round, it doesn't matter, or not make the playoffs. And a lot of these lines are fairly well prohibitive, right? Utah Jazz probably will make the playoffs in the West, but you're going to have to bet, you're going to have to lay 10-1. to Not great value there, and the West is pretty crowded. Clippers, 20-1. to 1. In the East, the Sixers, 25-1. to 1. I don't think you want to tie up your money for nine months on that. But I look at the San Antonio Spurs, a franchise that's, oh, nothing. They've made the playoffs 22 years in a row. They're minus 250. Now, I think there's pretty good value there. You make almost 50% on your money, I think they'll make the playoffs. But one team that caught my eye even more so was the Toronto Raptors in the East minus 200 to make the playoffs, just to make the playoffs. Remember, they were 17-5 and five without mm-hmm. Kawhi last year. Yep. They've still got a good group with Siakam. Okay, I'm not going to name the roster. You get the point. And the East is wide open. By the way, if you think they're making progress in Detroit, the Pistons are plus 100 to make the playoffs. So the East, because the the balance of power has completely shifted to the West, I mean – The East is really wide open, and there's some value on some of those props. Sleepy?
12: Bernie, do you have on that sheet that you have there, the Portland Trail Blazers odds, can you make a no bet right now that they don't make the playoffs? Because here's my thinking.
4: Yes, it's, it's plus 260 that they don't make the playoffs.
12: And I think that that actually could become a good bet. Let's just say Lillard gets hurt. I don't think that team has enough in the tank to go ahead and get to the playoffs. With Nurkic, you know, he broke his leg last year. It's going to take him some time. You're relying on a guy like McCollum and, and Whiteside and Zach Collins and Rodney Hood to take you to the playoffs. The West is going to be tough this year. I'm not hoping anything bad happens to Damian Lillard. I mean, I really like him, but if something happens to him and he ends up missing a significant amount of time, that could be a bet that is really profitable because the West will be tough.
4: It's going to be very crowded. You look at the Clippers, the Jazz, the Lakers, the Nuggets, the Rockets, the Golden State Warriors, the Portland Trail Blazers, and the San Antonio Spurs. Mm-hmm. Those are eight teams. Yep. An injury, one team stumbles, and it could open the door. You just don't know. Last year at this time, Toronto was 18-1. to 1. I don't know anybody that was picking Toronto. I was. to win the NBA championship. Kawhi had just arrived there against his will. We didn't see this coming. Nope. Frankly, nobody saw this coming. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? I means you probably should have gone to geico.com 15 minutes ago. We've still got to get to legalized betting and some updates. Is your state involved? I'll let you know. And I've got what I consider to be one of the most classic betting stories of all time made by a gentleman who was not a better and it coincides with with a 50-year anniversary today, you will want to hear this story. I'm Bernie Fratto. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. This is the pregame show you always wanted, so don't go away. You're listening to Straight Outta Vegas. Straight out of Vegas!
3: Get right to the romance and find the way to wow this Valentine's with 1-800-Flowers.com. From classic roses and bouquets to decadent chocolate-covered berries, gourmet treats, and more. Surprise your Valentine with 1-800-Flowers.com. Right now, get the 18-stem Enchanted Rose Medley for $39.99 or upgrade to 24 red roses for $10 more. Go to 1-800-Flowers.com tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com tune in.
4: We're back on Straight Out of Vegas, the pregame show you always wanted. I'm Bernie Fratto, coming to you live from the Gecko Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up, best bets. First, I want to remind you that Straight Out of Vegas is brought to you by Discover. Go further than ever with the Discover It Miles card. They automatically match the miles you earn at the end of your first year. So your 35,000 miles could become 70,000. Discover It Miles. Limitations apply. Discover match for new card members only. Learn more at discover.com slash travel. Before I go any further, I want to thank my guys back in LA, Brian Fenley, Chris Perfett, Bo Benson, great job. do not do this radio show without you. We appreciate all your efforts in keeping us glued together around the air every Saturday night for a grateful nation. Legalized betting it's a story we will continue to follow forever and maybe even longer. And I want to really quickly, if you're out there, if you hear your state, this the states I'm going to rattle off right now. I'll do it quickly. All have legalized betting now. Some only have physical sports books. Some have apps. Some are going to get apps. Some don't have anything. They've just legalized it. New York, they actually passed it a while ago, but they didn't pass their first bet or their first bet uh, till last Tuesday. Let me try that again in English. They didn't have their first available brick and mortar casino to take a sports bet until last Tuesday. It was kind of met with a whimper. It's up in upstate New York, so New York's one. But you got Delaware, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Mississippi, Montana, Nevada. Did you know Nevada was late? Okay, well, I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, Tennessee, Washington, D.C. Again, they're one of the states recently legalized, but they don't have any betting yet because they don't have any any entities for you to take their bet. And West Virginia. West Virginia had physical sports books and mobile app but they actually suspended their mobile app in March because of some vendor issues. We are going to continue to cover this so you folks can nationwide know where you can get your bets down and what's happening with that. It's an ongoing, fluid story. Today was a 50-year anniversary of a couple of things, sleeping. We talked about this with Arnie and Aaron and their show. Obviously, 50 years ago today, the United States put a man on the moon, Buzz Aldrin, Neil Armstrong will live forever in the annals of important history. But there, believe it or not, was a betting angle to this. And I want to share this because I find this story to be fascinating. See, back in April of 64, now you hear the name William Hill. They're all over Las Vegas. They're an incredibly prestigious bookmaking firm based in the UK. They've been around about 80 years. So in April of 64, they were asked a question by a young English college student by the name of David Threlphill. He was 21 years old, and he was a, he had a fascination with science fiction. He wanted to know. He sent a letter to William Hill asking them, what are the odds you'd give me that someone is going to put a man on the moon? Now, this is April of 64. He had a fascination with it, and he believed it would happen. Well, William Hill responded right away. He sent back a formal letter and said, well, we we'll give you a thousand to one, but it's got to be done by uh, January 1st, 1971. So, Mr. Threlfill placed what would have been in American dollars in 1964, about $24 on that bet. Today would be $24 today is $168, to give you some perspective. Well, spoiler alert, you know what happened on July 20th, 1969, 50 years ago today? He cashed that bet. William Hill, as my understanding as the story goes, within thirty minutes cut him a check for at that time, would have been the equivalent of twenty four thousand American dollars. And by the way, I'm leaving out part of this because after Mr. Threllfeld placed that bet, it got so much attention. He even went on David Thro- uh, Frost talk show on BBC. They wanted to talk about his bet. It gained a ton of interest, so therefore, a lot of people followed suit, and so much action came in on it. William Hill actually lowered the odds to 100 to 1. So there's that, but we're not done. Mr. Threlfill became curious about might someone ever put a man on Mars? So he wrote a letter to William Hill again. What odds would you give me uh, to bet that someone will put a man on Mars? The sad part, not all stories end happily, is before William Hill could respond, as the story goes in my research, that this young man, David Threlfill, was killed in a car accident eventually William Hill did put a number that someone would land on Mars if someone wanted to bet at this time it was only to one, and it had to take place by July 1st 1976 as you know we haven't put a man on Mars as far as I know and uh, July 1st 1976 has passed but even 50 years ago uh, when you have one of the most notorious and interesting events in human history We find a betting angle. That's what we do here straight out of Vegas. And speaking of betting angles, and Sleepy, you've been hot with your best bets. You hit that uh, tennis match last week, and you had Pacquiao in the decision tonight. What is your best bet for tomorrow?
12: Easy one here tomorrow, Bernie. MLB early in the morning. Going to take Colorado, New York, Yankees over the total 105 marquez is going to go here for the rockies he's been absolutely terrible paxton he's going to go for the yankees he's a lefty and colorado was number one against lefties i see a lot of runs in this game tomorrow bernie colorado new york yankees over 10
4: and a half now what time's the first pitch again if you haven't said that Ten o five a.m 10 a.m pacific time one o'clock and i guess in colorado that would be noon local time i will tell you the way baseballs are flying out everywhere i think if i'm not mistaken that number today was 13, and it flew over, right, New York and Colorado? I believe it was.
12: Oh, I think they scored 18 runs in that game or something. I mean,
4: I don't know how you bet the over for 13, but you can't bet the under either. This is really crazy in, in terms of, of these numbers we're seeing. All right, I've got a best bet tomorrow, and it goes to the WNBA, and it involves a game that will tip off here in Las Vegas between the Las Vegas Aces and the Minnesota Lynx, and it will tip off at 3 p.m. Pacific, so at 6 p.m. Eastern. Now, here's the kicker. Typically, I don't see WNBA lines till the day of the game, sometimes just a few hours before the game. But I will tell you this. I've been riding this crest. The Las Vegas Aces have been an under machine. I mean under. Friday night, they were in Seattle. The total was 156 and landed on 135. They'd be doing that right and left. So what I'm recommending tomorrow, check the lines. If you get a total play that's 155 or north, Fire on that under. And additionally, you might want to know one of Las Vegas Aces stars, Asia Wilson, injured herself. She's one of their top players and leading scorers. She will not suit up tomorrow. So I like the Las Vegas Aces under tomorrow versus the Minnesota Lynx, 3 p.m. Pacific. Make sure you check the lines tomorrow and we'll go from there. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Straight Out of Vegas. Next up, the man from Nashville, Jason Martin. It's the Jason Martin
3: Show.
11: everybody i'm rachel bonetta and i have my very own podcast called benched with bonetta you kidding me Woo!
4: i'm just here so i won't get fine
11: every week i'm going to be talking about all the things i find fascinating about the nfl and i'm doing something that has never been done before i'm opening my dms dms now open <laughs> listen every tuesday and join me on the bench Subscribe now and listen to the Benched with Bonetta podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
7: I'm John Gonzalez, the host of SI's new podcast, Sports Illustrated Weekly. Sports Illustrated has delivered some of the best storytelling in sports for 70 years. And now that continues on our show. Each week, we'll dive deep into the best stories from around the sports world. Sports Illustrated Weekly is available every Wednesday on the iHeartRadio app,